Hey, 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 frenzies. Good to have you back to Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. This is episode number 27, and we are going to talk all about my recent health problem, uh, having shingles that I've been suffering with for the last week. And I'm going to be brutally honest with you about things that may have caused it and what's going on with this illness of mine. So it'll, it'll be, it'll be an honest episode. I can't promise it's going to be the most fun you've ever had, but <laughs> let's, let's just give it a shot, shall we? Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Okay, before we begin, I just wanted to thank you for hanging out with me today. And if you have it in your heart, I would love it if you could go leave me a review on iTunes. It's like the number one way of getting the word out about a a new podcast. You could also screenshot the episode you're listening to and post it on an Instagram story. I am the underscore whimsical underscore teacher. It just fills my heart with joy to just see who's out there, who's listening, I read the reviews in my free time, and it just makes me feel so good about the content that I'm putting out there. So anyway, let's get on with the show. And thank you. (laughs) Okay, another note before we start this episode, I kind of I re-listened to the episode after I recorded it, and I realized that I didn't really talk about what shingles are. So you might be out there listening right now thinking, I don't even know what this is. Okay, so shingles, it is a reactivation of the chicken pox virus. So if you've ever had chicken pox as a kid, you have a dormant uh, version of shingles living in your nerve endings. Uh, I believe they're kind of in everything I read, they're in your spinal area nerves. And that's why a lot of people get pains in their backs and stuff when shingles decides to uh, come alive, basically. And there are vaccines for shingles, but you have to be over the age of 50 to get them. And honestly, I don't know why. Uh, Maybe they cause some weird side effects or something, but they they do not give you the vaccine if you're under the age of 50. And I thought only old people got shingles. (laughs) I'm so bad. If you're an old person, I apologize. (laughs) But I always thought, you know, I always think of grandmas and grandpas. Oh, your grandma got shingles again. Oh, boy. You know, Uh, I found out that uh, 40 to 50% of people are under the age of 50 and get shingles. And since I told my Instagram audience about my shingles, I received messages from people all over the world and their shingle stories. And there was one person got them when she was 10. And one person got them with the chicken pox at the same time. And they're actually in a medical encyclopedia now because they said that was impossible. But she got them with chicken pox. Um, several people got them as teenagers in high school. A lot of people got them in college. And I can imagine because it's caused by stress. 
Um, and I taught like when I, when I was trying to self-diagnose my, myself, I was asking my friends and several of my friends were like, oh, I have coworkers who have gotten them and they're in their thirties. And then I told my best friend and she's like, oh, I got, I got it a few years ago and we're the exact same age. So I've, I've met just, I mean, I've gotten over a hundred messages from people, talking about, you know, shingles before the age of 50. So it's definitely something that can happen to you if you've ever had the uh, chicken pox virus. And some people are immune to chicken pox. And I, I would assume they would be immune to shingles too. I'd have to look into that. One of my friends is immune to it. So anyway, but if you've had chicken pox, you definitely might get shingles someday. It's something that could happen to you. And if you've never had chicken pox, you want to stay away from people with shingles because that is the chicken pox virus and they could spread it to you. Um, even though if they're, if the shingles are clear or are covered, then you can't really spread them. Like, like my husband's had chicken pox and he can't get my shingles. So like I can't like give him shingles. It doesn't really work like that. So it's kind of a weird, interesting thing. And doctors really don't know what causes it. Their best guess is stress um, or a dip in your immune system uh, due to HIV, AIDS, diabetes, um, old age, uh, stuff like that. So really for younger people, it's, you know, usually caused by a stressful incident. And I am going to tell you about mine later in the episode. I had to think I had like four or five. So I kind of had to pick one. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways. Um, so that's what it is. And what it causes is a rash, a very itchy rash. And then it can cause a lot of pain around the rash uh, in a wide area. So for me, I am having like pins and needle sensation on my tummy, numbness on my tummy, and it feels like I pulled a muscle in my back. And it also feels like things are crawling underneath my skin. And sometimes when I'm sitting here, it feels like someone's stabbing me. And the pain is just, it's not localized to the rash area, which is really frustrating. <laughs> It's not just in the rash. It's all around the rash. And I feel kind of fortunate as my rash is on my side. Some people get it on their face. You can get it in your eyes. Um, you can, but usually it just happens on one side of your body. That's the only weird characteristic is like you're not going to get it all over an area. You're just going to get it on one side. So anyways, well, I hope I didn't scare you too bad to listen to the episode now. <laughs> hey, 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 friendsies, and welcome back to episode 27 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin. I go by the Whimsical Teacher Online, and I have to confess to you that I was neither healthy nor happy this week because I have been dealing with a bad case of shingles. I had to take the entire week off of work. And it's just been a real roller coaster of a ride. I want to tell you my story because, you know, I don't want anyone else to suffer. If there's anything you can do to like get to a doctor sooner or just kind of get to know your body a little bit better, I definitely want that for you. 
And it's ironic because just last week or the week before I recorded an episode about not feeling guilty about taking days off of work. And here I took a whole entire week off of work and I did feel kind of guilty and I had some stress over it. And I actually had some listeners remind me about that episode. So thank you for reminding me to take my own medicine. (laughs) And I even had to cancel a big technology conference that I was going to present at. That's tomorrow. And I just know that there's no way I'm going to be able to make it there and be comfortable and healthy and happy. So I had to cancel a giant conference uh, gig as well. And it really stinks, but you got to take care of yourself first. So anyway, I, I thought I would just kind of tell you a little bit of my journey with shingles and how I think I got it. And I'm going to be really uh, real, really real. <laughs> telling the story with you because that's just kind of who I am. I don't, I don't want to BS you about anything. So anywho, like it all started, I thought I pulled a muscle in my back, my back started hurting. And I thought I, I thought I knew the reason for the back pain. I was, I was wrapping presents for a late family Christmas over this table And I felt like a lot of pain while I was doing that. I wasn't sitting down and I just kept wrapping and wrapping and wrapping. And I thought, okay, I must have pulled a muscle from all of that wrapping. And I was just kind of in denial that it could be anything else than that. So I put ice on my back. And for two days, I told all of my friends, I'm like, gosh, my back really hurts. I'm super stressed out. I'm like, I'm taking medicine for it. I asked my husband to rub my back. I've been taking, you know, baths and putting ice on it, you know, alternating heat and hot and cold. And it it was just, it was really, really hurting. Like it felt like I lifted a, you know, a thousand pound bag of bricks and was throwing them around or something. It was a very intense pain, but it wasn't like nerve pain. And I have a herniated disc in my back. So it wasn't that kind of pain. I've gone through a lot of pain. I've been in several car accidents. I've had a lot of problems. And I knew that this pain was like a muscle pain. That's what it felt like. Like I pulled a muscle in my back and my back muscle was very tight. And at times it was even um, like twitching and like kind of... I don't know. I don't know what you say, but like contracting, like it would like the muscle was very stressed out in my back and I could even put my hand on my back and just kind of feel it twitching. So I'm, I was super stressed out over this back problem and I I dealt with that for a couple days. And on the third day I woke up and I had a weird little rash on my side, not on my back where it was hurting, but on my side, like the side that I would normally sleep on. So I thought that maybe this rash was from falling asleep on an ice pack, which I did. (laughs) I fell asleep on an ice pack the night before. So I thought, oh gosh, I got some sort of weird ice pack burn. (laughs) Oh, this stinks. And it was probably about four inches long at that point. This like little tiger stripe, this little tiger stripe rash. And I mean, I've never really gotten a rash quite like that, but I've had my share of rashes. 
<laughs> I'm allergic to ACE bandages and a lot of different types of like lotions and soaps will give me hives. And I, I definitely am in the sensitive skin category. So I, I've had, I've dealt with, I've dealt with stuff like that before. Anywho, um, then the next day, I mean, I, I was okay. It's like my back hurt and I have a weird rash, whatever. <laughs> so the next day I wake up the fourth day of all of this and my stomach on that side feels kind of numb. Like I just got anesthesia in it or something. And I'm just like the skin just felt weird and numb. Like that's all I can describe. Like I, like it was just weird to touch, but it wasn't necessarily painful. So I was like, okay, I am getting worried. Is this like what death is like? (laughs) What? What is going on with me? So I start to Google like numb stomach, pain in back, weird rash, and all signs point to shingles. And I'm like, no way. What? This cannot be shingled. Like I cannot get like, I'm in, I'm in denial. Right. And I tell my husband later that night, I'm like, yeah, I'm Googling all of my my problems. And it seems they all signs point to shingles. And he was just like, whoa, isn't that like the weird herpes thing? (laughs) He's kind of looking at me like, what? (laughs) Because honestly, neither one of us knew what it was really. And so anyway, the next day, we decided to go to this clinic that my husband's uh, work sponsors a clinic just for gold miners and their families. And it's really inexpensive. But, you know, there's two clinics in our area, and they're both an hour away in opposite directions. So we're like, you know, let's just go to the clinic. That's kind of what everyone does around here because the emergency room is really expensive and the clinic is like 10 bucks. I was like, let's just drive to the clinic and get, get you checked out. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's go. So we drive to the clinic. It's an hour away and they are closed. Now online, it said they were open. I probably should have called, but it's just one of those things you just think is always going to be open. And then when it isn't, you're like, oh, so I, I was in a kind of some pain in the car ride. I started getting like a pins and needle sensation uh, on my belly, like where the seatbelt was, like, I'm like, oh, I'm getting like this weird, these weird, this weird pain now, instead of just numbness. And I was increasingly getting kind of concerned and upset. So anyway, when we, when we saw that the clinic was closed, I was like, I just want to sit down and relax, maybe watch a movie. I want to get out of the car. I don't want the seatbelt to touch me anymore. Cause it's really a feeling that you just do not want to be touched. Like just people touching you or like your clothes touching you, it hurts and it's annoying and it feels weird. That's all I can describe it as. So my husband's like, okay, you know, if that, that'll make you happy, let's go see a movie. So we went to go see a movie. And when we get out of the movie, there's like a blizzard outside. It had been like 55 and a light drizzly rain. And we go to this movie and come out and it's snowing really bad. And we end up getting caught in this snowstorm for like hours and we have to go get a motel room. So that just kind of added to the stress of this whole situation. I was super stressed out because we had to leave my dogs outside overnight, but there was just, we couldn't see a thing. It was a total whiteout. 
So anyway, we get this motel room and then the morning we go and check the clinic and they're still not open. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just go get the dogs inside because I don't want to leave them out any longer. They need their breakfast. They need their mommy and daddy. (laughs) Please, let's just get home. So we go home and the roads were pretty clear. It was actually pretty nice out the next day. And um, we're there for a few hours and my pain is increasing, right? And I'm just like, is it the stress of like being stuck in the snowstorm? I'm sort of still in denial about this whole shingles thing. I just don't want to admit that I could have it. But after talking to some friends about what it could be and they're all confirming yes it sounds like shingles I had that and that's what I went through I'm like I guess I better go to a doctor because then I'm looking up like what happens if you don't go to a doctor and you have shingles because really I just didn't want to leave the house anymore but we end up going to the the clinic in the opposite direction we called before we went and they said they were open and we walk in and it turns out that they weren't taking walk-ins for another five hours. Oh dear. But I, I explained to them my situation that I was in a lot of pain and I thought I had shingles and I just really need to see a doctor and they put me on standby. So And that was kind of interesting. But as soon as I got into the doctor, he wanted to know kind of like my whole story, like every single day, what I just told you. And he was typing all the details in this computer. And, um, and I was still just thinking like, well, maybe it's something else. And he, but he just wanted to know every single detail before even looking at my rash. And I just wanted to show him the rash and have him diagnose what was wrong with me. But I had to like explain every single day. And then he was like, well, did you have a stressful event happen like a week before all of this other stuff? And I'm thinking back and I was like, well, gosh, I mean, I helped to organize this conference, the E2E New Year Reboot Conference. I made an Instagram swipe up course. I went back to school. And then I remembered that I had a big breakdown one day. And I don't know if it was just the stress of being so busy But I mean, something I'm going to share with you, and it's really, I mean, I feel embarrassed, and I know it's something I shouldn't feel embarrassed about, but I kind of do. But since I, since I turned 35, I'm now 37, I have, I've had kind of these periods of time where I get really, really sad that I don't have a family, that I don't have children of my own. And I was never really someone in my 20s who even thought I wanted kids. And then, of course, once I met the right person and we were kind of settled into our life, and maybe it was just the hormones of turning into your (laughs) mid-30s, but I started longing for a family. And I remembered that about a week before um, these shingles started, I had had kind of an emotional breakdown, crying, very upset. And I was really out of my mind with sadness for a day or so, about a week before these shingles. And it's something that I've just kind of had to deal with. I have spoken to a counselor about it. It's just something that, you know, every few months, you know, since I turned 35, I 
break down and start weeping over the fact that I don't have a family of my own. And, you know, a lot of things could have triggered it. I don't really know. Hormones. I mean, the fact that my stepdaughter was visiting for a few weeks and then she went home. It's always a difficult transition. But sometimes I just I just lose it and I just cry and 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 wish that I had children. And we, you know, we're dealing with infertility. It's kind of a complicated story and it's not all my own story. So I kind of, I mean, I could do a separate episode kind of on it, but I don't want to get into too many details here, especially before I talk to my husband, like, Hey, do you want me to blab all of these personal details on my podcast? But we, we, we would love to have children, but we have some serious infertility issues. So, um, and we've been dealing with those. And it's just for me, I mean, for my husband, I feel like, you know, he, he has a daughter and, you know, he, he's been, been a part of her life and he's kind of experienced a lot of things that I haven't been able to. And I know he definitely would love to have children, but, you know, he doesn't also have this ticking time bomb on his, um, you know, like, like, I feel like my fertility is a ticking time bomb. Because, you know, really, you know, the truth is past a certain age, you can't really conceive naturally. And it's, it's definitely a big issue. And it's just something that kind of, I don't know, it, it hits me out of the blue, probably. And it didn't just start when I was 35. I mean, over the years, it would, you know, maybe once every couple of years, I would sort of think about it, you know, like, oh, what, you know, why don't I have children? Why, you know, why haven't we started the process of, you know, having children? And, but, you know, there's something about turning, I think, 36, 37-ish, they tell you that your odds of, uh, conceiving go down a lot. Like your odds of ever being able to have a child naturally go down and all these other odds go up, like having a child with, um, problems, um, and disabilities and having an unhealthy pregnancy. I mean, if you're over the age of like 34 or 35 now, they call it a geriatric pregnancy. And there's just a lot that like goes on in your mind when you're, you're going through your mid thirties. And that's, that's definitely when I realized when the doctor was saying, yeah, it's like a week before and it would be something very stressful and like, were you crying? Were you upset over anything? And it just kind of hit me like, oh my gosh, I did have this total breakdown over the fact that I am childless. And it's just this really awkward, weird time right now for me. And like I said, I could do a whole episode about it, but I mean, it is kind of a, you know, it's a, it's a personal issue that I'm dealing with, with my husband. And it's one reason I don't, I don't really go on social media and, and talk about all of our, our personal problems all the time. I mean, I try to be really transparent, but since this one is like 50% his problem too, (laughs) I feel like, I mean, I want to protect him and his feelings and stuff. And he has a lot of, he, he's having a lot of issues, um, over our, our being childless as well. So anyways, um, that is, that is kind of the story there. And I just can't believe that this kind of 
breakdown that I had could have sparked something so horrible like shingles. Like it was already horrible enough to cry uncontrollably for many, many hours through the night. And then to go to work the next day, really tired. And then to have a week later, like break out with this horrible illness. It really, really sucks. And what I wish I would have known is that, you know, if you have an emotional breakdown or you get really upset over something, it causes a dip in your immune system. You become a little more vulnerable to catching a cold. I mean, it causes a dip when you're emotionally down and out. And I wish I would have known that. And I, you know, because of that, because I was upset, I wasn't taking good care of myself. I didn't exercise the next day because I was too tired. I didn't take my vitamins. And I think all of that like added to the fact that this brought about the shingles. So, and it it is really kind of scary telling you guys this. (laughs) It's like, oh my gosh, should I really be opening up this can of worms too? But I want to be honest with you that, I mean, you just never know what could bring it on. And I've had so many stressful things happen to me. I'm really kind of surprised I haven't gotten it before now. But anyways, um, I would recommend, I, I heard from a lot of people that they take these uh, emergency packages, packets, and I actually started taking them a couple days ago, and I feel like they are helping with my recovery just a little bit. They give you a thousand milligrams of vitamin C, just like an extra burst of, of, of all the good stuff. And sometimes when you, I mean, when you take an emotional dip, you've got to do something to bring your immune system back up. So anyways, that's what I wanted to share. And so the doctor gave me an antiviral pill and a nerve pain medicine. And unfortunately, they both take several days or up to a week to really see any results or for them to work. So... Uh, you know, I, I started taking the medicine thinking it was just going to work right away. And it just, it, it's not working at all. I feel like it's not working. But I keep Googling it and reading about the two medicines. And they're like, yeah, they take they take like a week to really feel the effects. So I wish I kind of would have researched the different medicines before going in. I've had a lot of people say, oh, you should have asked for this or you should have asked for that. Well, I didn't. And like I said, I'm an hour away from there now. And I'm just going to take my meds and, and try to get through this. Um, I do have someone sending me some essential oils. They're sending me lavender and oregano oil, I believe, some sort of Italian blend. And it's supposed to help specifically with this kind of pain. So I'm down for that. I feel like today the pain wasn't quite as bad as yesterday, but still pretty annoying. That's how I can describe it. It's just annoying because out of the blue, it'll just be like stabby, stabby, stabby (laughs) in your stomach or like pins and needles. But I found that today when I sit perfectly still, I'm really not feeling any pain. But when I get up and move around, then I'm feeling it. 
So I just thought I'd share that with you. And I had a lot of people tell me like, yeah, if you just have to learn to sit perfectly still and keep your mind occupied and, you know, put some sort of anti-itch cream on your rash if it itches. Luckily, mine doesn't really itch that bad. It actually hurts more than it itches. So I haven't had to deal with like nonstop itchiness, but I have this itchy feeling under my skin, like in my stomach area. And it's like, it's just so weird because you look in the mirror and there's not there's nothing there's not a mark on my stomach besides like stretch marks <laughs> there's nothing weird on my stomach but it feels like I'm being like cut open it feels like things are crawling under my skin so it's just so annoying like if it was all in the rash area it's like my brain could handle that like okay you got a bad rash and it's causing a lot of pain but it's just this nerve pain that you can't see the damage of because it's happening inside. It's so annoying. Anywho, frenzies, that's where I am. Uh, I believe I am now, you know, I started having problems, what, nine days ago? <laughs> and I'm still suffering nine days later. Um, I would say that my back isn't hurting as bad as it was. It was really, really bad to the point I couldn't sleep at night. My back is not hurting that bad anymore, but it is very tender to the touch. Um, you know, the stomach, the, the weird nerve problems in my stomach is probably the most annoying. My husband seems to think that my rash is starting to heal. I really don't know. And I, I don't really want to Google pictures because it's really disgusting. <laughs> Please don't Google any pictures. So anyway, I hope this episode helped you. Like just, you know, you got to take care of your stress levels. You got to check in with your emotions. And when you have a really bad day, and I know as a teacher, you're having a lot of them you need to be taking your vitamins. You need to take your, I take these, these vitamins with zinc in them to help not get colds, my coldies. Um, you need to take your vitamin C. I mean, you, you got to do extra stuff when you're a teacher because it is a really stressful life. And even though in my life, I feel like it was a personal problem that was causing my stress, um, a personal breakdown that didn't really have anything to do with teaching. I do know that it, I mean, it very well could have had to do with teaching <laughs> at some point in my life, right? Because it is such a stressful job and you just, you really have to manage your stress. You have to be aware of it when it's happening. And then I would just recommend like, if you don't want this to happen to you, Definitely if you're 50 or above, <laughs> if you're above the age of 50, over the age of 50, how do you say above the, can you really fly over the age of 50? <laughs> anyway, if you are over the age of 50, go get that vaccine. Both of my parents got it and neither one of them have ever had shingles. So I, I do, I do recommend the vaccine and then just for everyone else, sort of manage your stress. And if you get just the tiniest sign of a rash, I mean, if it looks anything like a chicken pox 
outbreak would if it's like even just a couple scratchy little pimples on your side especially it it frequently happens on your back and your torso although i have talked to people it's happened in their face their neck their chest area um but especially on your side it's very 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 common for shingles to start on your side, just go get it checked out. Because if you catch it super early, you and you take the pills right away, your breakout won't be as bad. But see, since I waited like what, five days (laughs) to get into a doctor, uh, my breakouts really, really bad. And even after I started taking the pills, it started spreading to my back and spreading to more places. So I would just recommend like at the first sign of like, oh, what is this? <laughs> just go see a doctor. <laughs> you don't want to get into my situation. And if you've had a really bad emotionally draining day, you've had a dip, you got to take those vitamins, take a multivitamin, take the extra vitamin C, eating healthy really helps. Like if you're a diabetic, you know, keep yourself healthy, working out helps. I mean, all the stress relievers, you know, look them up. Like you need to figure out a way to manage your stress. And it's amazing how many teachers have written me that have have gotten shingles. And I think it's directly correlated to the stress that we have as teachers. Because other, like I talked to my best friend got it a few years ago while she was getting her doctorate. And I'm like, yeah, have you, have you met other people like our age that have gotten it? And she's like, nope. And then I tell the teacher community and they're like, yep, yep, yep. Me, 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 me. I mean, I, I got so many messages from teachers who have gotten shingles in their twenties and thirties. I mean, it's insane. And I really think that it's because our job is so stressful. So you know, start to track your stress signs. I and mean, if you have days where you're breaking down crying, that's a day you need to take your emergency and just like, just take it. And I mean, go buy a big box of it from the store, go, go take your multivitamin and like, do not skimp out on your health when you're feeling bad, like emotionally, because you're leaving yourself open for something like this to happen. And I don't want to see this happen to any of you ever. All right, frenzies. Well, thank you for listening to me. If you made it to the end, way to go. It was kind of a rough episode to record. I actually re-recorded several different parts because I was like, oh, this sounds weird. I'm not explaining this right. Anyways, I love all of you. And until next time, uh, just take care of yourself and take those vitamins. Bye, everyone. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy (laughs) Happy Jessica. What? (laughs) Oh, no, I don't know how to stop.